0: You're listening to The Private Podcast for The Matrix with Amber Smith. So today we're going to be talking about your mini-lodge. I sent you a PDF to your email and in the Slack channel. It's just like a Google Doc so that you can fill this out on your own. And you'll see there's just different pages to take notes as we go through the content in my presentation. The idea is I want you to get something tangible and I want you to try it. (laughs) I'm going to give you a big challenge at the end of this is to do your own mini launch. I've done lots of mini launches and I'll share my numbers. It's not like I make a ton of money from a mini launch, but to me, it's a way to get paid to work with people who want to work with you. And it helps you just have something in your back pocket. Like if you're feeling stagnant or dull, if you want something that gets a good cash infusion, Or if it's just a way to work with people in a tight-knit way before the Harry one-on-one or joining bigger group program. I think there's a lot of reasons to have this in your back pocket. And so I want to teach it to you. So if you haven't gotten the PDS, go do that. Feel free to print it or you can just take notes. I don't think it matters. I think the idea is I want you to take this theory, this concept that I'm teaching and make it your own and not just listen to me talk. I don't know if you guys have been down the Reddit rabbit hole with what's going on with a lot of the life coaching industry in general. But one of the big complaints or things that many people are bringing forward is that there's this like a mindset. And I want to use mindset and ideas to help you take new action to get you different results. And so that's my idea today. So what we're going to do today is threefold. We're going to identify the best and easiest thing you can deliver and sell. We're going to learn how to create curiosity and intrigue in your audience, which is a very important skill especially since the online world is so loud and busy and especially Instagram or social media in general, the mindset of people are when they're on that platform isn't necessarily like, I want to spend a lot of money right now. Like I want to be entertained. I want to learn something new. And so I think if you can learn how to create curiosity and intrigue around what you do, they're going to be more likely to buy because attention, I don't know if you guys have heard of this phrase, the attention is the new oil, right? So we want to learn how to captivate people's attention. This is from my launch. Like I said, this number is not huge, right? Stats from my launch. I had five people buy early bird at 97. I had five regular buy at 197. So I made $1,470 in about seven days ish. I didn't run ads. I didn't do consults and it was a really cool container. Some of you guys were in it and it was super awesome. So 1470, it's not like mind blowing money, but it's nice to have cash infusions in your business especially if you think of this in terms of like, I'm getting to know people, I'm building relationships with people who might hire me one-on-one or join a bigger program in the future. So it's like this dual reasons to do it. You make a little bit of money and you get to work with people who are good fits for future work with you. What can you use this for? Your own cash infusions, filling free coaching slots. I'm going to teach you how to do this in a paid fashion, but you don't have to do this paid. You can run the same process and do it for free stuff as well. You can do it for master classes, small group experiences like my Voxer event. If you like Voxer, I think Voxer events are a really cool way to deliver value for your clients. It's also a way to create momentum. If you felt stuck or like your business is just kind of plateaued, I think a mini launch is a great way to kind of just like dip your toe in the water again. Start like having some interaction with people who might hire you in the future or just like practice new ideas. Maybe you have a new framework that you want to teach. I think a mini launch is a great way to teach something. Where people are bought in, but you can kind of experiment with how you want to present the information. Meet and work with new people. Like I said, I think it's a great way for people to get a taste of how you teach, how you coach, different than just following you on Instagram or listening to your podcast. And like I said, test out your ideas and make money doing it, the best of both worlds. So, the big picture there's gonna be three phases for your mini launch. Phase one is deciding what you will offer, when it will start, what you will charge. They're all just made up. You just get to decide. This is like the 10,000 foot view, right? We're going to go into each phase in detail. Phase two is reveal and invite. This is where you're like, something is coming. And then you announce the name and the details. And then it helps you create demand if you do it in a specific way, which we'll talk about. And then follow through. Have distinct open and closed cart periods. Collect payments. Celebrate when people join. We're also going to talk about creating content. Because I think there's a lot of mindset that goes into believing you're the authority that you can help people. But I also know that there's skills that you, in my opinion, should be learning as a business owner, which includes writing content that compels people to buy. And so we're going to talk about sought reversals as a way to do that. It's one of those things that I didn't notice that I was doing, but I was like, what makes my content different? Because I don't have that big of an audience, but I have people that buy from me regularly. You're all here because you bought something from me, right? And so I think one of the reasons I create demand is because I do thought reversals and I wanna teach you to do that for your audience as well. Phase one is decide. So the first thing you're gonna talk about is your deliverable. Will you teach? Will you coach? Will you do a combination of both? There are no right answers. How long will the experience last? So when I did my Prosperity Voxer event, it was a 10-day event. I invited 10 people to join me and I mostly taught and that was great. You just get to decide this. What this can look like, it can be a masterclass, it can be group coaching on Zoom, it can be Voxer or Marco Polo. I have a client that's doing a text course or an email course where it's just like text information. The idea behind these decisions, I wanted to make it really easy for people to say yes. So when I'm thinking of a mini watch, I'm thinking low ticket. I'm not thinking of something super expensive. For the price and then you just have to create a link for people to submit payment in this phase you're just getting everything ready to actually release into the world this is before anyone knows anything is coming you're just kind of getting your bearings straight like what am i going to offer what am i going to charge for it what is it going to look like the next thing i think you should do in this phase is when am i going to start it and this is working backwards right the reason that we're going to choose a date to actually begin teaching is then you kind of can back into it with your marketing and your content and i recommend you put it in your calendar and I just want to remember, if you've been in my world for a while, we talk about the big four P's of an offer, the price, the person, the process and the promise. Price is just a decision. You can't mess it up. I charged 97 in early bird and 197 for regular. I was not like meditating on it or like researching, analyzing. I just made a powerful decision. I've done these things. I did a calibration Voxer event for $33. bucks. i have done things for $20, $11, $197. I don't think it matters. You just have to decide. The person is just the kind of person that you want in the container with you. The process is how are you going to deliver it. So Voxer, Zoom, text, Marco Polo, phone calls. I don't think it matters. You just have to make a decision. I chose Voxer because I like Voxer. I recommend you choose something that you like. I think it's easier to sell when you actually like delivering it that way. And then the promise is what are you going to do together? And I think people tend to overthink these things. So I wanted to give the example listed out for my Voxer event. I'd shared the price. The process was 10 spots available, 10 days of Voxer teaching and coaching. The promise, learn principles of prosperity from the inside out. That was my promise. I did not promise you're going to make $10,000. I did not promise you're going to highest revenue ever in business. I was like, I'm going to teach you the principles of prosperity. That's literally what I promised. And then the person was like, people who want to study prosperity, ideal for people running their own business. That's who I imagined when I spoke or wrote in my marketing. Any questions on phase one? This is just getting your understanding of what you're offering down. Phase two is, I think, the most important part is the reveal and the invite. So part one is you're announcing something is coming. I'm going to challenge you today to announce something is coming to your audience, even if you don't know what it is. The reason that I do this is it gets me into decision-making mode. If I tell people something is coming, I have to decide that I'm going to do it and what I'm going to charge and how we're going to do it. Because I think indecision is paralyzing and seductive because, you know, you need to like flesh out the ideas more. You just need to spend more time thinking. And what I want to argue and make the case for is that I think if you announce something is coming, you will have more clarity because we're more willing to do things for other people, ironically, than ourselves. So some optional ideas with this is countdown timers, sharing behind the scenes when you're working on it. This has worked really well for me. Like when I'm working on something big, I'll take a screenshot or I'll take like a scene of what I'm doing, whether it's on Canva or my journal. And I'm just like, something is coming, something is brewing. And it just lets people know it builds that curiosity. It allows them to be curious without worrying you're going to pitch to them or worry you're going to like send them a cold DM. And so why I like this is because the people who already love you are going to be really interested in what's coming. They're going to be like looking for your stories or looking for your posts because I wonder what it is. This is important. You're not just going to say, I have a brand new masterclass. I think it's important that you announce something is coming so that the bright people are going to be waiting to see the announcement of what it is. I would do this in one or two days for the seven-day thing. I think this is like an accordion. If you want to take longer on this, that's okay. I'm sharing the seven-day launch because that's what I did for the Voxer event, but you don't have to do it in that short of time if that stresses you out. I've done launches for as long as four months where it's like something is coming. I'm working on it. I'm so excited. And you build the hype. Think of it like an accordion. You can make it as short or as long as you want, but don't miss it. Don't miss the chance to tell them something is coming so they can get excited. I did a launch that I called the UFO and I would always share like something is coming and I'd put like this little like UFO in my stories and people loved it. And so I think having your own little version of that where people are like excited to see what it's going to be, builds that curiosity and intrigue. Now, not everyone's going to care. That's another thing. Not everyone's going to be like, I wonder what it is. But the right people will. And that's who you're speaking to. Part two is when you're going to announce the name and share the basic details of what it is. You're also not going to make the link available yet. So part one, something is coming. Part two, it's this. But you're not saying buy it now. You're just letting people know what it is. Again, we're trying to keep the curiosity and the intrigue alive because I think in general, we want to help people feel safe to explore what our offer is without feeling the need to make a decision. For some people, making a decision can create this like feeling of fight or flight. We don't want that. We want them to be able to really look at what we have to offer without them feeling like they need to make a decision right now. That's an important piece. So something is coming and now it's what it is. The name, the details, when it's going to be available to join, how many spots are available, but there's no link. There's no call to action. It's just like, I'm so excited. Here it is. Part three is that it's officially open for enrollment and then you share the link to buy. So this could be day one, day two, day three. This could be week one, week two, week three. I think if you're going to do really low ticket, I think you could do this within the week. I really do. I'll give you an example. So day one, I said something is coming. The next day, I announced the name. And I announced also that there's going to be an early bird price. Day three, I shared the early bird link and announced the five spots available within that 24 hours. I think it was actually a little bit more than 24 hours. The early bird was booked. So I let them know. There's five spots left for regular. And this lasted a few days where I was sharing the content, inviting people to join us before we started. It was at the regular price. So it was mostly content related, which will break down. And frequent, powerful invitations. That's all I was talking about until we got started was the Prosperity Boxer event. So that's like an example of what it might look like. Phase three is the follow through. And this is where a lot of people, I think, bail. I know I've been there. It's like, oh, no one bought. I better just stop talking about it. No, that's when you talk about it more. Okay, so after you've announced in those three parts, something is coming, this is what it is, here's the link. Now you're going to keep talking about it. Make it easy for them. Share links for people to learn more and to buy. I don't think you always need a sales page. I didn't have a sales page for Prosperity event. I just had a link for people to actually, you know, submit their payment. You can have a sales page if you want, especially if your launch is bigger. Keep talking. I say you might think you're annoying, but I guarantee some people will still not even know what you're talking about. The morning that I started prosperity event, I had someone DM me and was like, I just saw this post. What is this? And I was like, it's all I've been talking about for seven days. And it was just like a reminder for me. People don't follow you as closely as you think they do. They don't know everything that you're talking about. So it's okay to talk about it multiple ways, different days, multiple times. And I add this in this third column, keep talking. I say, picture the weird times your clients might be reading your marketing material. I always think about my clients like in the bathroom or waiting in line at the grocery store or making dinner for their kids. Like you don't know when they're actually seeing your Instagram post or your email. So keep talking and inviting. The next part of the follow-through is to celebrate when people join. It boosts your self-esteem, but also it gives social proof. Like people do want this, people are joining, and it helps people know that your spots are filling. So for what I did for the prosperity teachings, I shared when the early bird spots were filled. And then I shared a lot of content and invitations multiple times a day until we got started. A lot of you guys don't realize how much it takes to fill something. You have to talk about it a lot and make powerful invitations over and over again. You're not annoying. It's just what it takes sometimes. Okay, now it's your turn. So we're going to build out your mini launch. We're going to decide... We're going to come up with a plan to reveal an invite, and then we're going to talk about your content and what it takes to follow through. So who wants to come be brave? Ashley, I see your hand. Bring it on.
1: Okay, let's so- do my perimenopause class. Perfect.
0: Let's start with a promise. So perimenopause is the big idea. What are you going to help them do?
1: So I am going to help them. They're going to know the best. They're going to need to know what they need to focus on in order to like perimenopause like a boss. You know what I mean? I like it. Perimenopause is <laughs> like a boss. Okay. <laughs> so that's like nutrition, exercise, lifestyle, all those things.
0: And I like it. Are you going to use this language like a boss? Probably not. I hey, don't know. It's kind of like, you could play with it. Maybe, you <laughs> just try out and see. So they're going to learn how to navigate perimenopause. Yes. I like it. Okay. How are you going to deliver it?
1: In our long masterclass? hey, What's the price? $27. Love it. And it's obviously for someone
0: experiencing perimenopause.
1: Yes. I'm saying like anybody that is 35 plus, but honestly, it's for every woman. But, hey. you know, if we like really get down to the nitty gritty of it, it's 35 plus. Someone experiencing perimenopause probably doesn't even know that that's what they're experiencing.
0: My sister-in-law, right? Right. And she was like, what's happening? Yes. She's 35.
1: So I'm yeah. like, hey, no. Yeah. He talks about it. People talk about menopause. And when you think of menopause, you think of somebody like at least in their late 40s. Or 50s. Yeah, they're and like so, made past childbearing age. And so that's when I'm like not even going to say somebody experiencing perimenopause. I'm just going to say any woman 35 or older. I love it.
0: That might be interesting for the promise. It's like, do they know the word perimenopause? They know that that's them. I don't know. It could be some part of your content. And I think when we get to the thought reversal part, I think it'll resonate for you. Thank Are you going to be like a workbook or anything like that to go with the masterclass?
1: I usually do. So I probably will just because I like doing that and I like learning in that way. So I think I like delivering stuff in that way. I like this. How does it this feel? feels so good. I'm super excited about it. Okay. So just, like, we're going to get into the plan
0: and then thought reversal content, but this is a good start. Anyone else want to work on their offer? like i say the pdf has your own like you can just write this down and you can come back to this training as many times as it takes it's not like one and done you can just over and over again don't get stuck here don't get stuck in creating your offer it doesn't take that much time like you just, boom 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 no i know okay should we move on to the plan or does
2: anyone else want to work through their offer Jules. so well i'm still working on that revamp your midlife okay is mm-hmm. that your Yes, it is my promise. Revenge your midlife. Tell me more words about this. It's like you're living two lives, so to speak <laughs> the life that you live and the life that you feel like you should be living, or maybe feeling about in a different way. Like you have pretty much accomplished lots of things. You're successful. I'm going to stop. That's what they're experiencing. What do they get? What do they want? They want to feel more joyful and happier and creating possibilities for retirement. So it's a masterclass. It's free. And it's next Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Love it. Does any part of this feel confusing to you? I guess it may need more details in terms of what I offer.
0: Nope. That's exactly what I was saying. Like, don't overthink this. Oh, okay. For something free, your content can go into more depth about why they should join. But just for right now, all we're doing is discussing your offer. And this is a good offer. Okay, then yeah, this is it. Perfect. You might have more questions as we dive into the plan. And that's okay, or the content. But right now, we're just deciding what we're going to get out so that we can start executing. All right. Okay, anyone else having confusion, drama about their offer? I'd like a little bit of help.
3: Any, let's stop. Okay, so I'm thinking like a seven-day ab workout that would maybe be like PDF. but that's where I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, do you want to charge for it or do you want it to be free? I think I'd like to charge for it. Without overthinking, it's just like what's the first number that comes to mind?
3: $20.
0: Perfect. Who's it for? I would say
3: it's for people who want to work out at home and don't have a lot of time.
0: So then your promise becomes basically that workout at home in minimal time, specifically ab workouts. Yeah, I think so. I'm curious if you have like a number, like a minute in 20 minutes. Uh, Yeah, Yeah,
3: I'm thinking like 10 to 15. So like strengthen your core at home in 10 to 15
0: minutes or something like that. That better. I love it. You'll see this is just like the skeleton of what we're going to talk about because you're just really making a decision on what it's going to be. And in your content and the way you talk about the offer, it makes it really come to life. What most people refer to as like the messaging. So I like this. How does this feel? Pretty good, I think. Okay. I love it. Anyone else want to work on just the offer? We're going to talk about content and the plan. Just making a decision on their offer. Or are we good? Like I said, the PDF is available for you to do this. It's just a decision. Whenever I get stuck on stuff, I'm like, okay, it's just a decision. What am I deciding? You'll see it's very basic. It's not super fancy. What gets fancy is this stuff. And so your plan is how to actually talk about your offer and how to actually get people to say yes. So I recommend for a mini launch, pick one platform. I don't recommend doing multiple places, multiple platforms. For the prosperity teachings, I only did it on Instagram. I've done lunches only on email before. I don't think it matters. I would just pick a place where you feel like you like showing up and you feel like you have a relationship with people. So you're going to announce something is coming on that chosen platform. Once you decide where, you're going to decide how many spots you'll make available. Pro tip, sell less spots than you think you can fill. My only caveat to this is if you're doing a free masterclass, it doesn't matter. If it's paid, I like to use spots. Because it gets people to buy because the spots are disappearing. And that's it. You don't have to do this. I just found if you want that buzz, that excitement, this is how you create that. And even if you don't do totally limited spots, maybe you do early bird limited spots, but something that creates that buzz and hype, if you want that feeling, you have to sell less spots than you think you can fill. Because you're going to be excited. You're going to trust and know that the spots are going to fill. I've worked with some of you on like selling free calls. I did a podcast episode about this, how to sell free calls. As you can see, this is very similar. I think in general, when you know that there's more demand than you can fill, the way that you show up is just different. And so I don't want you to overthink this. If this feels too confusing, don't worry about it. You don't have to designate a number of spots. I've just found when I limit the number of spots, things happen faster. Number three, a day or two later, you're going to share the detailed price, what it is, when it starts, and how many spots there will be available. Make the link available and announce you're enrolling, like we talked about in the three phases. So an example plan that you might come up with, like I said, it's flexible. It doesn't have to be in two weeks. This is just if you want to do it, like maybe now something is coming. Then on Thursday, you drop the details, like the name and what it is. Maybe Friday, you're like, you're working on the PDF that's coming. Saturday, you share a countdown timer because it's going to open on Monday. And then on Monday, the link goes live. Then you say, last chance, join us because the group starts on Thursday. This is just an example. This is not what I think you should do. <laughs> it's just to get your wheels straight about what it might look like. I also wanted to share an example of if you were gonna do early bird. I think early bird is a really powerful way to get people moving as well. And I did double limited spots. So I did limited spots for early bird and limited spots in general, but you could also do unlimited spots, but early bird is limited. There's lots of ways you can do this. So as an example, you know, the first week looked very similar, but on Monday, the link goes live for early bird only. And my calls to action were limited spots for early bird. Get yours now. As soon as the early bird spots were taken, then I share the regular price link. And then there's limited spots for the regular price. And then the group starts. Like I said, you don't have to limit your spots. For a small audience, it works for me because it gets people to move. You don't have to do it. Something to think about and try on for yourself. Do you want to do this? When you're in launch mode, the frequency and potency of your content goes up. Mindset-wise, your attachment to stats like likes and shares and comments, you have to go down. You have to release attachment. So you're going to be posting more. You're going to be doing thought reversals, which we're about to talk about. You know, if you're talking about perimenopause, your content is about perimenopause and symptoms and struggles. If you're talking about money mindset, you're talking about money. If you're talking about working out at home, you're going to talk about working out at home. Your content is relevant to what your launch is about but your attachment has to go down because I think it's easy to be like, my story views went down, my likes went down. It's like, yeah, that's normal because it's a different type of energy that you're showing up with. And because you're posting more, it's just like, I just don't stress about any of these kinds of metrics. I'm focused on one metric, which is are people joining my program? Are people actually buying or signing up? Now we're gonna get into what I think of like the meat of what we're talking about. I think this is what makes the difference. I don't think it's popularity. I don't think it's like how big your audience is. I really think it's thought reversals and content that makes people think differently. I get a lot of feedback that I make people think differently about things. And I think it's because I do this. I create thought reversals and I start with why wouldn't they buy? And then I create content from that place. And so I said, do this backwards. So why wouldn't they buy my thing? What thoughts do they have that would prevent them from wanting to be a part of this or thinking it could work for them? And instead of being worried about those questions, I actually sit with them and then I use content to address it. Does anyone want to do this or do you want me to just share like what I went through for Prosperity Teachings? Does anyone feel like they want to do this with me live? I'll do it with Yammer. Perfect. So what's the first thought you had, Ashley, about why
1: they wouldn't buy a program with perimenopause? Because they don't want to spend the money on it. Okay, why else? Because they can't attend it. They can't come live.
0: Okay. So this is what I would refer to as overall objection. Like, I don't want to spend the money. I can't come live. That would exist for all of us. What about like perimenopause
1: specific reasons they wouldn't buy? That doesn't apply to me. Then maybe they think like, I'm not in perimenopause or I'm too young or. This is
0: a good one for you to talk about. I'm too young. Because I think a lot of people are dismissing their symptoms, right? They're like this can't be anything. I feel weird or I totally, you know, whatever. So now what we get to do is turn these into content ideas for you. How I want you to think of it is like, I'm going to start with a belief that's wrong. So it'd be like, if you're like
1: many of my clients, you dismiss symptoms. And what are they? It could be like insomnia, weight gain, spotting, irregular periods, Those are usually the first signs that show up. Are there any weird symptoms? They're like, what? Well, like with the weight gain, it's usually unusual weight gain. Like it's usually around like your hips and thighs because it's estrogen weight gain. And so your body changes and you're gaining weight, but it's not like you have in the past. Energy. Yeah, I mean, for sure, energy can change, especially if you're dealing with the mid-sleep waking when you're waking up at two or three in the morning, which is really, really common. So you can do multiple posts like that. And just like a side note, Amber, from what I've seen so far, like with women is that they have these symptoms and they take them to their gynecologist and the gynecologist puts them on a birth control pill. And I feel like those are two different pieces of content you could use.
0: Like, if you're like, many of my clients dismiss symptoms like blah, 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 and you write it off without acknowledging the truth, you're in perimenopause, I want to talk about this, come join my master class. Other option B is like, if you're experiencing symptoms like blah, 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 and your doctor just told you to get on a different type of birth control, and you're not seeing any improvements, probably because you're in perimenopause and you don't know it, and no one's talking about it, which is why I've decided to start talking about it. You need to come to my master class. Another thing that I think you could write about is like, even if you feel like you're too young to be experiencing menopause, most people don't know that when you're 35, most women enter what we call perimenopause. And there's things that you can do to navigate symptoms and feel better, but no one's really talking about it. So in general, when I think of content thought reversals, like I'm thinking of these kinds of objections, not they don't want to spend money, they can't come live. It's usually not about that. That's like the top of the iceberg, right? They're going to say, well, I don't really want to spend money on that. But really, it's like, this isn't about me. So I would use that in your content. I'm too young. This isn't about me. I think those are great opportunities for you. Because most women don't think it's about them. (laughs) Like, no, like, I'm only 35. I'm only. Okay, there's like more process, but this is a good start. Anyone else want to do this process with me? Why wouldn't they buy or content ideas? Okay, Jules.
2: I'm not selling I guess it's free. Why wouldn't they come? Why wouldn't they sign up for a free training? Well, this is my thought because I don't have connected followers. So you think they don't know you? Yeah. They don't believe they can make changes. I think that that's a big one for that demographic. Oh, what else? I don't know. Don't understand what coaching is. Is the masterclass coachy? No. That will be an objection to this specific offer because they are thinking they're fine. Okay, let's just do one of these. Let's do the, they don't
0: think they can actually change plus I'm fine. I think that that could go hand in hand. So I would address that head on. So I would say something like, I feel like many of my clients, what you'd repeat to yourself over and over again is I'm fine. But really, what are they experiencing in midlife,
2: Jules? What's happening? They are doing a lot of things helping a lot of people. They are holding their household together. They are saying yes, even though they want to say no. And they're feeling resentful, unappreciated, unhappy, and dissatisfied, thinking that something is wrong and maybe they're not that great, anything they do. Okay, so the idea is you're
0: speaking to where they're at, their secret thoughts, they don't actually think they can change. They're resentful and unhappy. Many women in midlife resign their true desires because they don't believe they can actually change their life or their circumstances as they are now. But it's time to flip the script. Because what do they actually need to believe,
2: Jules, to get what they want? They need to believe in themselves. They also want to believe that they matter and they can express what they want and desire because it's going to be good for everyone surrounds them. They need to believe that there are other ways of living life and perhaps the way they've been approaching is just not getting them to where they want to go, what they want to feel about life and themselves. Okay. Think of one of your
0: clients. Like when she started to express what she really wanted and think differently about herself and her life, what
2: happens? When she started to think differently about herself and her life, She started to see more options, more choices, more possibilities that really started with herself because she was choosing herself and how she was showing up for herself. And that reflected on her relationship with her family, co-workers, and her dreams because she was giving herself permission to actually ask what she wants.
0: I'm still exploring because I think you should a lot. And so I'm trying to like kind of zone it into specific things. And you can use all the different areas for different pieces of content. So like right now, I'm thinking of like, would you go for what you want, your relationships get better. One aspect of I think what you're going to teach them. When you decide to want to acknowledge what you want and go for it, you feel better, right? Maybe you stop resenting your partner or your kids or your coworkers. And then you want to tie it into like, how you are going to teach them to do that in your workshop? I'm trying to think of a clever way. To- you're not too late. You don't have to be happy or something like that.
2: You don't need to sacrifice your happiness
0: at the what is it? Revamp your midlife. Okay, And then you can share the details. This is like a rough outline. This is one idea. But yeah. I, the idea is you're taking why they wouldn't buy and turning it into the reason they must buy it. It's free.
2: Yeah, it's a good exercise. We should do that more. Okay, we're going to
0: keep going because I have other ideas, but this is just one of the exercises you can do to write content that really speaks to why people aren't buying. And it's not because they're busy and it's not because they don't have money. It's because of the way that they think. Most people don't actually think their problems can be solved. So actually addressing it head on helps you, one, speak to what actually is going on in their mind, but it also helps them think differently so then they act differently. Like I said at the beginning of this, I think the secret sauce of people who make it is messaging. So what do your people want? How does your offer help them get that thing? And that's like basic, that's like content 101. I think thought reversals is like next level. One of my mentors talks about the market being sophisticated. He calls it market sophistication. Back in the day, you could be like, lose 20 pounds in five days, click here. And people would click there. You can't do that now. And so I think thought reversals are a way to challenge dominant beliefs your people have It's kind of like ninja. They don't feel like confronted. They're like, oh my gosh, like, I totally think that. What if that's not right? So what do people believe about in your niche that is wrong? So Ashley, to use your example, like, okay, people believe that perimenopause, well, maybe they don't even know what perimenopause is, or it's like menopause starts when people are 50 and above. That is wrong. A lot of people believe, like, I can't be experiencing symptoms. I'm too young. That's wrong, but they believe it do this for your own niche. What are people believing that is wrong? One for my niche. If you work harder, you'll make more money. That is wrong. But it definitely is a belief that a lot of people have. Annie, I'm thinking of yours. Maybe it's like, if I can't go to the gym, I can't see physical progress. I can't get fit. I need to spend a lot of time on my workouts to see results. That's not true. So write down some of the big beliefs that people have that is wrong. So my prosperity teaching example, most people believe working harder is how they make more money. Then you get to say what is true instead. Most people don't need to work harder. They need to believe what they are doing is working. These are some of the examples that I used in my launch. While believing money will come in the future makes you feel good, it actually blocks all creative action and create the money. Now, a lot of my clients actually believe this and it's wrong. Well, money's coming in the future. I believe it. It's like, that's not quite what we want right so i'm teaching them what is right you know how to push to be bold to work hard but do you know how to trust to receive and to allow creating a prosperous state of mind and a prosperous life requires mastery of both it's not just working hard i'm targeting that thought reversal of like working hard makes more money money comes to the path of least resistance you probably don't need to try harder and you probably need to trust that what you're doing is enough the one on the left the blue one is one that like i believe money will come in the future and they think that's a good thought that was where they were thought wrong The other two was about trying harder or working harder. Both came from the thought reversal exercise. And so what's interesting about this is that I didn't say like to me, say you're wrong or you need to think differently. I show them why believing that doesn't work. And I show them the truth instead. And I did that in my captions. But these are just some of the ideas that I want to share with you. So I want to do this with you guys. Anyone brave want to come on? Okay, Annie, do you want to jump on? I see you with your camera on. Yeah. So what's something that people believe that is wrong?
3: I was really glad that you said something about like that they couldn't get results if they didn't spend a long time with it. Because I was kind of really struggling with time and money. That was like what my brain kept going back to. Yeah, like thinking that they can't get a good workout unless it's a long time. Or the other thing that I thought was, so I said, you don't need a long workout. You need a workout that you'll consistently come back to.
0: Yeah, that's good. They actually do. Okay. what else?
3: I think the length of time, because they're shorter workouts and so doesn't need to be like super strenuous or take a long time. It just I guess it's kind of the same type of being, but it needs to be something that they'll repeat and make time for every day, even if it's a short amount of time.
0: This is actually really compelling right here. Short workouts don't work. That's what most people think. And it's a lie. Because if people are like, well, I need a long workout, but I don't have time. So then they just don't work out. And that's where they're stuck. Versus short workouts is actually the best way to get results because you actually do it. That's a compelling message for what you're trying to sell. Yeah, that's great. So you could say something like, if you're like a lot of my clients, you've been told a lie, which is like you need to work out for a long time to see results. I found the opposite to be true. Short workouts get my clients closer to where they want to go because they actually commit and follow through. So they mm-hmm. start to see results. So instead of going for long workouts, you need short workouts. Introducing this, what are you going to call it? Seven Day Ab. I don't know. Seven Workout. Day Ab Blast. That's kind of what I think. Perfect. Introducing the Seven Day Ab Blast. Short workouts you come back to over and over again that actually help you see the results that you want. Yeah, that's good. Strong core. Oh my goodness, if I can spell workouts versus what you're teaching is like core strength is the number one. I don't know if you want to say number one is the foundation of all fitness. I don't know. (laughs) You can play with what you actually believe. I actually do think core strength is super important, or maybe it's like is foundational, something like that. So you could say something like most people think they need to do more cardio to see the results that they want, but actually they need to start with something much more sneaky. They need to start with core strength, and it doesn't need to be long. It just needs to be consistent, which is why I created my blast. What did you say? Seven-day blast. Because when you don't have core strength, you can't do any of the other exercises properly. Something like that. I think that would be another really powerful way to tackle the thought reversal. Yeah, that's good. And you could keep going. So then the idea is you explain what they think, why it's wrong, what's right. And then you're like, this is why you need to buy my Ad Blast seven-day at-home workout program. And you tie it to like your offer. But I mean, we just came up with like three different pieces of content for you. And we could keep going. What's another belief that people have that's wrong? The thing
3: that I'm having a hard time with is like there's some that are just like workout specific. And then so I'm trying to have to be more like ad specific, but is it okay to just go more general with workout specific? I
0: I would do all of this. One of the things that I love about content is like you can't get it wrong. It's just like adding lots of different approaches and angles to really showing them why what they're believing isn't serving them. That's what we're doing here. We're changing the way that they think. So it's like. Tell me an example that you were thinking of of a specific exercise.
3: Mostly that people think if they aren't sore after a workout, it means it didn't work. It means that they didn't push themselves hard enough or that it's not going to get them the results that they want. There has to be muscle soreness in order for them to see improvement. Okay, what's actually true? That pushing yourself too hard makes it so you're probably going to take
0: too many rest days and be less likely to come back to it. Something like that. Yeah. Four content ideas. But can you see how you could keep going on what people think that isn't right? And you teach them what's right. And I think giving examples, you could use examples from your clients or from yourself. I know for me, when I learned that short workouts were just as effective if I did it the right way, I was like mind blown, especially as a busy mom. That was huge for me. So like you could use stories from yourself when you realize that for any of these or when your clients realize that and then what happened after they shifted their beliefs and then tie it into like, and that's what you need to buy my seven day ad program. Yeah, this is great. Thank cool. you. You're welcome. Anyone else want to do these kinds of thought reversals about their offer? Okay, Jules, did you want to come on? Yes. Hey, what's a belief
2: that people have that is wrong? Well, we kind of already said some before. So, same. They don't believe that they can change so that they feel more joy and happier and peaceful and at ease okay what's their belief you like the statement
0: like it just is i am the way that i am it is
2: well yeah they do say that i am the way that i am they believe that in general
0: this is one of the biggest lies that people believe for coaches you guys could all use this as an
2: example this is just who i am there's people that really believe that versus what You are what you think you are. You are what they think you are. But yeah, you've yourself.
0: I feel like this is a really big one for your audience. No matter how long it's been, no matter if you just accepted this is who I am and that's been your reality for the last 20 years, it doesn't matter how long it's been. You can start creating yourself new. I did it. My clients did it. And you might tell your story in a condensed way. You totally recreated yourself in midlife.
2: Yeah, so I'm too old to start something new versus now is the perfect time to start something new. I'm too busy, actually want to do versus that when you know what you want, you prioritize your time. These are just some
0: examples. So let me show you what this might actually look like. If you're like a lot of my clients, they'll say, I'm just too old to start something new. And that leads them to doing the same things over and over and over again and the resentment builds. I want to offer a new way to think about something. What if this was the perfect time to start something new because you get to bring all your experience from your past self, the career, the family life, your adventures, everything that you've done up to this point, you get to use in starting something new. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting with experience. That's powerful. You're ready to start with experience, with the wisdom that you've gained. Your midlife doesn't have to be a death sentence to your dreams. I want to show you how you can start something new with all of your previous experience and wisdom that you've accumulated. Join me in my workshop, Revamp Your Midlife, where I'll show you exactly how
2: to do this. Yeah, that's powerful. Thank you. You can do this
0: with all of them. So it's like, yeah. if you're like my experience, you're so busy with what is that you haven't spent time thinking about what you actually want and you don't have time to do what you actually want in your schedule. And most people just write it off as like, that's just how it is. But the truth is, is we always spend time on what we prioritize. And if you don't know what you want, you can't prioritize it. So the most important thing you can do in midlife is to get clear on what you want so that you can prioritize it. If you're ready to do that, that's exactly what we're going to be doing in my workshop, Up Your Midlife. You'll figure out what exactly you want, how to prioritize it, how to believe different things about yourself so you can actually get what you want, no matter how long it's been, no matter how old you are. Join us.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bravo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is you. This is what you're going to (laughs) do. I'm giving words so you can explain it. Talked about this a while ago. Great coaches often have a hard time marketing because it's like, well, it's about the client. It's them making the choices. But this is how we help them see you can help them do that. Yes. Thank you. I know I want to honor you guys' time. I know we're going to go a little over. If you need to go, feel free to go. I'm going to finish this up but I do want to respect your time. So if you need to go, no worries. So you'll notice if you watch how people launch, what you talk about at the beginning is different than what you talk about at the end. And I wanted to give words to that because I do think it matters. Calls to action at the beginning of your launch, short, sweet, to the point. Like, especially if you're doing early bird, you're speaking to the people who already know that they want it. It's like, these are the details, click here to buy. Later, this is when I like to use thought reversals, limited spots remaining, You shift their mind. You speak to people who want it, but are nervous or have the objections. Because some people aren't going to have objections. They're going to buy right away or join right away. So use thought reversals as you're getting closer to when it actually starts. So I'm going to give you an example. This was literally how I sold my early bird spots. I did not talk a lot about any of the thought reversals. My whole messaging was about now is the time to join if you want early bird. They already knew that they wanted it. That was my call to action for the first day, and the people who joined an early bird have been long term, either clients or long term followers of my podcast or my Instagram, and they just knew they wanted it. I didn't need to do thought reversals. The people who joined at the end, it's because I posted content like this. We could find this post on my Instagram. One of the sneakiest thoughts that sabotage business success is that money will be more abundant in the future. Sounds good, though. It seems helpful. It's a cushion. Believing money is more abundant in the future actually blocks the money from coming to you energetically and practically. Believing you can make money today feels way less safe to your ego because of your beliefs. If you don't believe money is available now, money will continue to be something in your future, but not something you can create now. Ready for some mind-bending beliefs about money, prosperity, manifestation, and co-creation? Join me in a 10-day Inboxer event. If you're someone who is coachable and willing to try new ideas on, you're going to love this. Link in bio to join us. I did a thought reversal to speak to people who were kind of worried, didn't know, because what they were believing is like, well, I believe that money's coming, but I don't know why it's not coming now. I'm like, you should be in my Voxer event. Let's talk about it. And so I wanted to share this with you because sometimes we overthink in the beginning. It doesn't need to be complex. It can be like early bird is life, click here to join. And people will because they don't need a ton of information. They're your people. They're like, I'm in whatever you're selling. Not everyone is like that. And that's when we use thought reversals and helping them change their beliefs about what's possible for them so they join. And so I think both are helpful. And I think the order is important to know. So you'll see a lot of what I'm doing in the beginning is just awareness of the offer. Because I know there's people in my audience that just want it because it's me teaching it. And that's fine. I want them to become aware of my offer and join. Then there's people who are aware of my offer, aware of me, aware of what I do, but they have beliefs that are limiting them. And that's when the thought reversal is really powerful. Remember, learning doesn't happen just by listening and absorbing information. It happens when you apply. So what I want you to do, I'm going to give you a very powerful challenge is to actually do this. If you're up for it, tag me so I can watch. But I think telling your audience that something is coming today is a very powerful first step. Even if you're still fleshing out the details, let them know something is coming. When I know that something is coming but I don't have the details, I just extend the period that I say something is coming and get excited until I know the details. And then I release the details in the order that we discussed, sharing you know, the name, the basic details, and then when I'm ready, sharing payment link or the registration link. Because the best way you can learn how to do this is to do it. And it is scary to do something new, but that's okay. Like I said at the beginning, you can do this for lots of reasons. You can do it to make some money. You can do it to build relationships with people. You can do it as a part of your Ascension model where it's like they come and get to know you and then maybe you make them an offer at the end to get on a consult with you or to work with you one-on-one. You can use it for lots of different reasons. But the idea is you will waste this hour with me if you do nothing with this information. And that's sad to me. I was joking with Mark Butler. I think we even talked about this, like that, people, he sees coaches think that they're working on their business by consuming content like this. And it will be a waste if you do nothing with it. And so I really want to encourage you to do something with it. Make it your own. Try something. Launch something because that's how you're going to learn. This is entrepreneurship. It is science. It's experimentation. You might try this and not like it. That's good information for you. That's good data. You might try it and make $1,500. You might try it and get a one-on-one client from it. But if you do nothing with it, you won't know. So that's my encouragement for you. Don't just watch it and do nothing. Sorry, I just saw some chats and I'm going to answer it. Can you explain what a Voxer event looks like? Yes. So my Voxer event, every morning I would teach something. So I use different books and I would share some paragraphs from the books that I love. And then I would share my own thoughts. On average, it was about 10 to 15 minutes of me talking. I would also give them exercises like journal prompts or exercises that related to what I was teaching that day. And then I opened it up for questions or for people to share their thoughts. And it became a conversation throughout the end of the day. That's what my Voxer event looks like. And I get a lot of good feedback. I think a lot of people like it. What if you want to do this now, but are also promoting another launch? So, Annie, I could see this going one of two ways. Either you wait until, I know you're kind of in like a big launch, like an extended launch. So you could wait until you're done with the big launch. Or you can do a mini launch as a way to get people excited about the group program. And I would make it a lot cheaper than your group program. So maybe it's like 20 bucks for this mini launch and it's micro, but it's building up to your big group program that you're gonna be selling. I think you talked about end of August. So that's another way that you can think about it. Amber, I don't see the PDF that you emailed? Where do I find out on the Matrix website? It's not in the Matrix website yet. I put it in Slack and I put it in the email today like a Google Doc. When I upload this video, I will also include the PDF as a download. Oh, thank you, Jules. Jules just shared it as well. Don't let your brain tell you're confused. I love Kristen and our mirrorful man call told Jules to be confusion free. You're just confusion free. When you do this, you're just confusion free. And if it's challenging, please feel free to like use Slack so I can support you. But also I think the more that you try things, the more you'll figure out how you like to do things and your preferences. I love Voxer events. And I know some people who don't. Some people love teaching on webinars. Some people love Zoom. Some people love Marco Polo. Some people love live calls. You could do this for a coaching offer. It doesn't have to be teaching. But I think the idea is get something out so you can experiment. All right, you guys, that's the mini launch. Go make some money. Go have some fun. And I will see you next week.